Good evening. Hope all of you are doing well. We are starting about 15 lines from the bottom of the page on Daf Mem Hey Amud Beis, and tonight we're learning Masechah um, Sukkah Daf Mem Vav. Scheduling note that I am out of town tomorrow and pre-recording and posting Tuesday unknown. Uh, I don't have a flight home yet, so once I schedule it and I know when it is, I will let all of you know. Uh, so we are starting again uh, toward the bottom, Mem Hey Beis at the two dots. We had said in our Mishnah Kemaseu Bechol, it was uh, referenced over there the Shita. Of Rav Yochanan ben Baroka, Amar of Hunamai, time of Rav Yochanan ben Baroka, who says that they were using, uh, who says that they were using a specific type of uh, branch and not arava, but they were using something from the palm tree. So it says the Gemara, why did we say that? Dechsev kapos, that's what the pasuk says, and kapos is plural. Shnayim achas lelulav achas lemizbech, and both of them come from the same tree. So he held that when it came to arava, the arava that was going to be used was from the same exact source. It wasn't. Uh, wasn't an Arava Mamish, but the mitzvah was going to be done with something else, with a part of the tree that was uh, the, the palm tree. They said, what, what about that drasha? They said, when you look at the word, when you look at it, it doesn't have a vav. It was written chaser, and therefore they don't make this drasha, and therefore they could use an Arava. So a regular Arava. Reb Levi Amar, Reb Levi says, katamar, that, that, that which we are going to use is going to be similar to a tamar, to a palm tree, to a date tree. Ma tamar ze ein lo Just like by the date tree, there's only one heart to the tree. So according to some of the Meforshim, what this means is that whereas by many trees, the sap is throughout the tree, even in the branches, that's not true by a palm tree, that the sap is only in the main trunk of the tree, and that's considered kileve echad. And just like, that, just like how that is true by the tamar, afisrael ein lahen, ein lahem elalev echad lehavim shabashamayim, and therefore we should be using something from that tree when we do the arava, uh, because the Jews, the Jews should, should be of such a stature where we only have lev echad lehavim shabashamayim. Uh, no soapbox, but we have a lot to do to be on that page where all of us have the same, <laughs> same heart toward HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Uh, the Gemara starts about 10 lines from the bottom. I'm in Muhammad Beis. I should say the Gemara continues. Amar of Yehudah Marshuel. Lulav Shiva, the Sukkah Yom Echad. This is talking about the brachos of. When it comes to the Lulav, the halacha is that we make seven brachos of Lulav once every day. The Sukkah Yom Echad. But when it comes to sukkah, we only make the bracha once over the, the entire chag, my timer. So it says the Gemara as follows. The reason why, according to Rabbi Yehuda Marshmuel, the reason why, according to Shmuel, the brachas are seven brachos by lula, uh, seven brachos by lulav and one by sukkah is as follows. Lulav de mifsake lelos miyamim. When it comes to lulav, the days and the nights are separated because at night there is no mitzvah of lulav. So then, kol yom a mitzvah ba'ape nafshe. Then you have a different, distinct mitzvah every single day. And because that's true, you make a new bracha every day. However, last short line, sukkah de lo mifsake lelos miyamim. But when it comes to sukkah, there's no daytime versus nighttime in regards to sukkah. The mitzvah applies 24 hours a day. So because of that, take, take a look at this language here. Kulu shiva kechad yoma aricha damo. Wow. This is like language stolen from Rosh Hashanah, like the two days of Rosh Hashanah, where we call it Yom Arichta. So the Gemara in the name of Shmuel is explaining that the reason why, according to this sheet of Shmuel, that we only make one bracha on the entire mitzvah of sukkah. You walk into the sukkah and test vav of that month of Nisan, and you sit, of Tishrei, excuse me, and you sit down, and you make Kiddush, and you make your lay shave. That's the only time you'll ever make such a bracha. 
because it's a Yom Aricha, it is considered to be one extremely long day, which is eight days, seven days long, eight days long for, for, for those of us in Chutzlaret. That's Shita number one. Shita number two of the first of the very long lines toward the bottom, Mheim and Beis, the Gemara says, the Rabbi Bar Barchana, and let's focus in here because we're going to be spending some time on his Shita. The Rabbi Bar Barchana quoted in the name of Amar Rabbi Yochanan, Sukkah Shiva, the exact opposite. Sukkah gets seven brachos. Uh, literally, diametrically opposed shita. So now we have to understand that. My taima. Why does he say that Sukkah gets seven days of brachos and Lulav only gets one? It says the Gemara, three lines from the bottom. Sukkah de Oraisa Shiva. When it comes to Sukkah, which is a din de Oraisa, so there we make seven distinct brachos. Lulav de Rabbanon, Sagila Lebechad Yoma. But when it comes to a dindar abanan, so there one bracha is sufficient. I'm just saying off the page, that's very strange for our modern assumptions of halacha. We have many mitzvot der abanan that have brachos to them. The fact that one is a dindar raisa or one is a dindar abanan should shift the number of brachos that we make in our modern parlance today is very strange in halacha. Now, obviously, this was in the very beginnings of the times of the Amorim. They were navigating the sugyas. They were trying to figure out like what was the underpinnings of these types of halachos. And it wasn't necessarily always crystal clear to them. So this is the, 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 two, the two approaches. The first approach is that, of, um, is that of Shmuel, which is that we're looking at, at the continuity of the mitzvah, that Lulav is broken by night, so therefore every day is a separate mitzvah. Masha'en Kinsuk is one long seven-day stretch of 24 hours. That's approach number one. And approach number two is we're not looking at it from the, from the continuity of the mitzvah, but rather the halachic status of whether or not it's a din rice or a din derabonah. Ki asa Ravin, Amar Rav Yochanan, Ki asa Ravin, Ravin came and he said in the name of Rav Yochanan, and remember that Rabbi Barbachana also quoted Rav Yochanan, Echad Zeb, Echad Shiva. So he argued and said, no, everyone, both mitzvahs get seven. And that is, of course, how we pass it. It's also uh, quoted that way in the Rambam and in Shulchan Aruch, but the two lines from the bottom, that line is Echad Zev, Echad Shiva, that we make a bracha every day. And really by the sukkah, even more than that, it's every time we go into the sukkah with a distinct reason to be in the sukkah, a new meal. So we'll make one in the morning by uh, by lunch, and we'll make one at night for the next two, then we'll make another leshed. Okay. Remember, we, we paskin in halacha that it's not for every moment. You have to eat a kazais of something when you go into kind of give it kind of more of a kvies, but in general, uh, that is the case. Similar to tefillin, that every time we're going to talk about this too, that every time a person puts on tefillin, uh, by and large, unless you're Sephardic, there are some exceptions there, that if an Ashkenaz person goes to the bathroom in the middle of shacharis and they come back and they want to put on their tefillin again, they make a bracha of Sephardim, don't. So there's different shitas, but anyways, let, let's continue with the Gemara. So the Gemara says, Amar Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef was the third century of Amorayim. All the previous Amorayim reference were the second and first centuries. So Amar Rav Yosef, Nikot de Rabba Bar Barchana Biyodcha. You should hold on to the shita of Rabba Bar Barchana, because in my generation, he says, the Kulu Amorai Kaime Kavase Besukkah. Everyone seems to hold like him in regards to sukkah, that uh, a sukkah gets seven distinct blessings. Says the Gemara, that's very, very difficult to say that we should follow Rabbi Bar Barchana all the way to the bank. Why? Mesve, turning to the top of Memvavah Medalev, the reason why it's difficult is because of the following brisa, a tosefta, actually, that we saw in Masechus Brachos and in Psachim. Ha'osel lulav la'atzmo, a person makes their own lulav, Omer, they should make the bracha, Baruch That's when you're making your lulav. When you pick it up to be yotze, so then Omer, Baruch Hashir, Kiddushanu, B'mitzvah, Sovet, Sivanu, Al, Natilas, Lulav. Of course, the omissions of 
is assumed. It doesn't mean that we don't say B'Shem Malchus. There are times in Halacha that we don't say Brachos B'Shem Malchus. One of the most famous ones is the, bar- the Bracha of Baruch Mechai Mesin. When you see someone after 12 months, so the Shulchan Aruch quotes a din, it's based on the Gemara, that's when you see someone after that amount of time, you're supposed to say Baruch HaTashem Mechai Mesin. So the postkim write that nowadays you're not allowed to say the bracha mechayim esim b'shem malchus because we assume we live in what the postkim call a dorcha nufa. It's all fake. It's not. It's not real. So because it's not really authentic, you're not allowed to say shem Hashem. We don't know that your heart is in it. So maybe there's enough kamina if you know your heart is in it. Let's say a person didn't see their spouse for twelve months for, and they had a longing for one another. Maybe they would say a taka, but. There are times, but this is not meant to be the exclusion of Hashem's name. It's just a shortened version. So here, that's what he says here in the beginning of the Bray. So that if you make your own lulav, you say Shechianu. You pick it up to be Yotze, Asher Kiddushan of a mitzvah, Sabbath, Sivan, and even if you made the bracha on day one, you will go back and make again all of those, not all, but you'll make the bracha of on the, on the subsequent days. This is going to be question number one against Rabbi Barbar Khanna, who said that you make only one bracha by Lulav. Here it seems to make, be that you say seven. Next, a person who's building a sukkah, Omer, he should say, Once you sit down to fulfill the mitzvah, Omer, And this is a double kasha in the Shita Rabbi Barbar Khanna. Rabbi Barbar Khanna said that Sukkah gets seven brachos and Lulav gets one. This Brisa says the exact opposite, that the Lulav gets seven and Sukkah only gets one. So it says the Gemara, Kasha Lulav Lulav, Kasha Sukkah Sukkah, a double question on Rabbi Barbar Khanna. Really, the question's on Rav Yosef, who says that Rabbi Barbar Khanna is right. How could Rav Yosef say that, knowing this Brisa? So here's how Rav Yosef would have answered. We're about 10 lines down or so on Memvav Medal. I could explain the contrast between the Shita of Rabbi Barbar Khanna, who says that by a lulav, you make one bracha. And over here, it seems to be that you make seven. Very, very easy distinction. Is that in the times of the Beis HaMikdash, we would have made a bracha every day. And that is what the Brisa on the top of Memvav Medalif is talking about. However, Rabbi Barbar Khanna, when he said you only make one bracha, that's not talking about that. That's talking about uh, post-Khorban. Elasukah, Sukkah, Kasha. How do we deal with the conflict between Rabbi Barbar Khanna, who says that Sukkah gets seven brachos, and this Brisa, which says that there's only one? So says the Gemara, really Tanoihi. It's not about a, tie, a line in the sand of time. It's a mitzvah lamis. We don't look at, uh, we don't make a distinction in the mitzvah of sukkah by pre-chorban and post-chorban. That's uh, not a distinction to be made. So therefore, says the Gemara Tanoi, and where is our Mari Makom to learn about the difference between how many brachos we make by a sukkah from the world of tefillin? Says the Gemara Tanoi, quarter of the way down, the Tanya, the Brisa writes, tefillin, kolzman shemanichan, nevarech alehen, Every time you put on a pair of tefillin, you need to make a new bracha. Okay? The Chachamim say the only time that we make a bracha on a pair of tefillin is at Shachris. Itmar, what did the Amorayim say about this brisa? Itmar, Abai Amar Kirabi. Abai says that Allah is like Rabbi, that every time you put on a pair of tefillin, you make a bracha. Rava Amar Hilchasakirabonan, and Rava was of the opinion that we follow the rabbis who say that it's only in Shachras that we make a bracha on tefillin. Omar Rav Mari, Bira Debas Shmuel. Uh, Rav Mari was the son of the daughter of Shmuel. Chazina Leila Rava Delo Avi Kishmaise. This previous quote of Machlokas Abai and Rava has to be a mistake. Why? Because I saw that Rava did not do what he said. 
Rava had just said a line ago that when it comes to the world of tefillin, that the halacha is like the Rabbanon, that we only make a bracha by shachar spilvad when it comes to tefillin. But I saw him acting differently. He would wake up in the morning and go to the bathroom. He'd leave the bathroom. He'd wash his hands. And he'd put on tefillin with a bracha. Normal. That's shacharis, right? It bothered me a little bit when I was learning this. Why didn't it say umavarech on this tefillin? But it doesn't, I don't think that there's room for mashmos there. I think my question was wrong. It's just saying that he, he actually made a bracha when he put on his tefillin. Yeah. Yistrich zimna acharina. And when he had to go to the bathroom again, he'd go to the bathroom. Benof, he could leave the bathroom, and he'd wash his hands. Why don't you do it today? This we do today. Ashkenazim do this today. Ashkenazim do the Svardim don't make a new bracha on tefillin when they come out of the bathroom, but Ashkenazim do. So uh, this is Rava, but the, the Gemara is bothered by the fact that Rava presented himself as a sheet of the Chachamim person, but the Chachamim said you only make it by Shachar Spilvat. Yet when he went to the bathroom after having already put on tefillin, he came out of the bathroom and washed until I said, I am again, and he put on his tefillin with a bracha. So that doesn't work. That was problem number one. And as well, the Ananami Kirebi Avdinan Umavarchinan Kol Shiva. We also paskin like Rebbe, and due to that, by extension, because we said there's a machlokas tanayim by sukkah that's connected to the world of tefillin. So therefore, Mavarchin Kol Shiva, we would learn from Rebbe that just like every time you put on tefillin, you make a bracha, so too every time you are in the sukkah, you make a bracha. You'd make it a minimum, a minimum of seven. It's really more than seven times. It just means every day you'd make a bracha. Amar Marzutra, almost halfway down, Mem Vavmaral. Amar Marzutra, Chazina Le, the Rav Papa, the Chol Emas de Manach Tfilin Mavarech. Marzutra says that he saw that every time that Rav Papi would put on Tfilin, he made a bracha. Rabbana de Be Ravashi, Kol Emas de Mishamshe, Behu Mevarche. That anytime he would move around his Tfilin, he would also make a bracha. A very interesting idea. Some small changes in the gear, so here, but nothing uh, magical on the side, just a Mishamshu, just some different uh, languages here. Amar of Yudam Mitzvah Lulav Kol Shiva. So he is now here. The Amorayim are chiming in. This was already we saw the sheet of Shmuel that uh, that the mitzvah of Lulav is all seven days. Rabbi Shuvan Levi Amar Yom Rishon Mitzvah Lulav Mikan Ve'Elach Mitzvah Sekenim. He says, uh, Yeah, there is a mitzvah, but the first days of Din Doraisa Mikan Ve'Elach from here and from here on out, days two to seven is Mitzvah Sekenim is only a Din Derabanon. And then a very difficult line to understand, which the Gemara is going to be plagued by a little bit. Rav Yitzchak Amar. Every day is going to be a mitzvah de Rabbanon of Lulav. What do you mean? The first day is not a din de Rabbanon. What is Rabbi Yitzchak talking about? Asks the Gemara. How can you say that all of the days of Lulav are dine de Rabbanon? we hold that we saw this already in this Masechta based on the Tanaim, based on Drashas, that we hold that the first, uh, the first day of Lulav is a din de Raisa. So says the Gemara, you're right. We should say, oh, no, he didn't mean all seven days. He meant with the exception of the first day, all the other days are derabanan. So says the Gemara, okay, but then why is Rabbi Yitzchak talking? That's exactly what Rabbi Yitzchak and Levi said, which is day one is deraisa, and days two through seven are derabanan. What did you add? Ema, you're right, absolutely. The, yeah, this whole thing was a misquote. It just means to say the chain. Similarly, that Rav Yitzchak held and agreed with Rav Yitzchak and Levi, but Rav Yitzchak was not trying to add anything. It was just being added as a source to uh, support the sheet of Rav Yitzchak and Levi. And then it says the Gemara, 
kol uh, shiva mitzvah lulav, that uh, even Rab, namely not only Shmuel, but also Rab was of the opinion that mitzvah lulav was seven days. How do we know? Wow, all the way out of left field. So what's our comparison now? Our comparison is that just like we have to light candles every night for Hanukkah and we make a bracha, so too by Lulav and Esrog, uh, we have to make a bracha every day. And that's what Rav said, is that You're walking down the street, you see the beautiful lights in the windows. So the Gemara says, you should be making a bracha on that. How many brachos do you make? Says the Gemara, on day one, that a person who's lighting would make three brachos, Shachianu and Alani and Lahadik Nir Shalchanakan Shahasani. And the person who's Roeb would just skip the uh, would, would just skip one of those brachos, which is the bracha of Lahadlik, and he'd say the other two. Mikan Ve'elech, starting on day two, what would everybody do? Mikan Ve'elech, last of the short lines, Madlik Mevarach Shtaim Ve'aroe Mevarach Achas. So there we see a distinction that they would uh, say even fewer blessings because the bracha of Shechianu was removed after the first day. Umay Mevarach, what is the bracha that one makes when they are actually lighting? Says the Gemara, Baruch Hashir Kiddushan Lahadlik Ner, either Shel Hanukkah or Lahadlik Ner Hanukkah. As you can see, the word Shel is in parentheses. Of course, we Paskin that we say Lahadikner Shalchanaka. Behechan Sivanu. It's a famous uh, Kashya on all of the Dine Dirabanan. How can you say Vitsivanu when it comes to Hanukkah? Hare, all of this was post Khurban. We did not have an Ansheikh Nesasagdola to give us a formal Dindirabanan. Hechatesi that you get to. So there were Tanayim Oris that were, that were present for this. It says, like, the Pasuk says, that you're not allowed to reject what the Chachamim saying because the Chachamim instituted that there should be Chanukah. So therefore, it wasn't obviously totally post-Khorban, but it was with the destruction, of, part of the destruction of the Khorban. So therefore, one is, uh, that is sufficient enough to say that Sivanu, that Sivui is to follow the, the Chachamim. So that's what Losa means. Rav Nachman gives another answer. Rav Nachman bar Yitzchak Amar Sha'al Avicha Viagedcha. Ask your father, and he will tell you a similar type of answer, but from a different pasuk. Skip the parentheses. Rav Nachman bar Yitzchak Masni Labehedja. We had said that the shita of Rav was that um, that Kol Shiva Mitzvah Lulav. Here, four lines down in the wide lines of Memvav Medalev, we have an explicit statement in this in, uh, about Rav. Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak said this exa- exactly like it sounds. Amar Rav Kol Shiva Kol, uh, kol Shiva Mitzvah Lulav. Very clear. So Rav holds of this opinion as well, and of course, Allah Lamaisa, we are of the opinion that we say a bracha every time we take Lulav and Esrog once each day. Uh, if a person makes a sukkah for themselves, as we said, Omer Baruch Shechianu. And we as well said that that when you're going to sit down to do the mitzvah, that you make the brach of Lesheba sukkah. Let's say that the sukkah was already built. So what happens to the Shechianu? If you could do something that's unique, that adds to the that adds to the sukkah, you should make a bracha of shechianu. Imlav, if not, then Then when you sit down to actually do the mitzvah, then Then you can make another bracha. It's interesting that you're not only making a bracha on the SESA sukkah, there's obviously the chidushim of the day and the uniqueness of the day that allow us to make a shechianu. These are the shilas in postgame. If a woman makes a shechianu during her lakas neros, 
And then there's a Shekhyana during Kiddush and she says, I mean, it might be a hefsake and she has to make her own bracha for the Bore Priyagafa to drink the wine. Good Shilas. So it says the Gemara that if uh, in love, if you're not able to make a Kiddush in the Sukkah, then the Cheshei Kones Leishei Bam Mivarach Shtayim. Omer Ravashi, Chazina Leila Rav Kahana. This is very Halacha Lamaisa. Uh, Ravashi says, I saw Rav Kahana did the following. The Ka'amar Luhula Kulhu. He said all of the brachos, Akasa de Kiddusha, on the cup of Kiddush. And that has become, of course, our custom, that we say the Shechianu, we say the Leishev, all of it is done together over a cup of wine. Tanu this is unbelievable. Hayu fun of mitzvos harbe. Let's say you're about to just knock off 10 mitzvos in a row. I understand the first, how do you say Shechianu on making the sukkah if you, you can't make it on Yantev and it's not a mitzvah until it's Yantev? Why, what's the problem? Why can't you make a Shechianu? Mm -hmm. Why can't you make a shechinu? You, you can't build it. I mean, it's not a mitzvah to have it until it's done. Then you can't make it. You're not saying a shekidoshanu mitzvah sabatzivah. So seemingly the line of reasoning in the Gemara, because you have to make the lulav before Yantif, right? Seemingly the chiddush of making the lulav and esrog and building the sukkah is worthy of a shechinu. No different than eating a star fruit once every thirteen months. You know, just uh, it's an out of the blue experience. It's an instantaneous. Uh... Correct, I'm asking, but I, I, but his question, his question begs an answer because it's not on the day of the holiday. You have to go back. You have to it's fall back. But a hut on the 14th. Correct. It's nothing but a hut, but but there there has to be. Of course, it's me'in the mitzvah. Maybe this is the bigger picture of what is hechsher mitzvah and halacha. That could be as well. We know that sometimes hechsher mitzvah, we saw this. We saw the sheet on the b'risa, the hechsher mitzvah, is a, that according to some, if you don't have a lulav, you're allowed to cut it off of a tree, even on yontif. That's an unbelievable. That's for hechsher mitzvah. Possible answer is that we don't do it. Well, that's how we pass. That's how we pass. Yeah, but the way you just said it, like our custom is going like, to. Right. The way I, I didn't mean it in a halachic, in a psak way. I said, no, it could no, just but... be that I'm wrong. <laughs> but I didn't mean it in that in a, in a halachic way. We don't. We do not do this. We do not make a shechina yeah. when we make a sukkah. Yeah, it might, might well be. It might well be. Yeah, the question begs a real answer. It's true. Not what I'm saying. <laughs> so it says the Gemara as follows: We're about ten lines, nine lines or so, bottom of from the bottom of Mem Vav Amaravashi, uh, nope, that's not right. Tanarabana. Hayul of fun of mitzvos harbe. A person is about to do a number of mitzvos at the same time. Omer, what should he say? Baruch Hashir Kidushanaba Mitzvosavit Sivanu Alha Mitzvos. And then you take your checklist, you build the sukkah, you do a bris, you just knock them all off at one time, put on a pair of tzitzis, a talus to fill in. It's unbelievable. We don't make that many brachos on the seder. You're such a lit factor. I didn't know that. Unbelievable. But that's the shita of the Tanakama, one that we don't agree with. Obviously, no one's ever made this bracha ever before. Every bracha, every, every mitzvah gets its own bracha. Rav Yehuda, Omer, Mevarech, Al-Kol, Achas, Ve'achas, Bifnei Atzma, nothing to talk about. We make a bracha on every mitzvah. Uh, this comes up even within any one mitzvah. The postgame discussed this when a, when a mole is doing a bris for twins. It's a big shaila. So if you have two boys in the room, you're not allowed to separate the brachos anymore. Both babies who are about to be mal are in the room. You're not allowed to make two brachos. You make one set of brachos, baby, baby. No, no bracha in between. So the custom, according to many postkim, is to keep the younger child outside of the room. You make the brachas on the older kid, do the bris, have a hefsek between the two. Usually people sing a malach hagoa. That's what we did with my boys. And then they would bring in the next kid and a fresh set of brachas. And I was in Eretz Yisrael, Shechianu, I had to get a new hat. The first bracha of Shechianu was on the first baby's bris. The second Shechianu was 
on the baby's bris, but it's nice that I had a garment just in case that that second bracha couldn't be made. I was like a lot of loopholes. So we're so machmir that we even will do the same mitzvah twice in a row and make the same bracha twice in a row. But according to the review, that's Rabbi Huda, but according to the Tanakhama that we would say, let's understand the shita that we paskin like. We paskin, as we know, like Rabbi Huda. My time is Rabbi Huda. Why does he hold what he holds? He says, because it's based on the Pasuk, what does the Pasuk mean? We don't give brachos to a Kaddish Baruch at night. That's ridiculous. And during every day, at every opportunity, give a bracha. And therefore, we do that. And then, only because we've been talking about this person, because this doesn't have anything to do with what we're talking about directly, but because we were talking about this person, that when it comes to Hashem, he is very different than a flesh and blood king. How so? Midas basarvadam, a person, a human being with the, the limited mental faculties that we have, kli reikon, if you have an empty kli, then we assume machzik, we assume that that which is empty can hold something. But male, once it's been filled up, ain't no machzik. Once it's been filled up, you're done. It's full. You can't put any more soup in the container. It's done. Midas no, the other way. Male machzik, if a person has tried to fill up their brain with Torah, then machzik, then it will be fit for more Torah. However, reikon ain't no machzik. But if you don't really try so hard and your brain is not fill, filling up with material, so then ain't no machzik. tishma. If you listen, then you'll be able to learn more. And that's the drasha. Im shamoa tishma. The im lavlo tishma. That's the diuk and the pasuk. Im shamoa tishma. That if you're willing to learn, so then a kaddish baruch will bless you to have to add more to the kli, which may feel full to you. My brain is stretched. I feel like I've learned too much, quote unquote, and therefore I can't learn anymore. No, no, that's not the way a Kaddish Baruch Hu works. If you listen to the old stuff, you'll be able to learn the new stuff as well. In contrast, that if you turn your heart away, then you will not be able to learn. Good Musar, but not relevant to the discussions of our Gemara about Sukkah. We're on Memvava six lines down at uh, the two dots. Miyatinokos, this very strange discussion that took place in our Mishnah where the Gedolim would, would swipe out. They were like, you know, causing the fumble. They would swipe out the Esrog and Bore Priha ate and just eat it like an apple. Okay. Amar of Yochanan Esrog Bishvi Asr Bishmini Mutter. Rav Yochanan was of the opinion that an Esrog can be, cannot be eaten on the seventh day, but can be eaten on the eighth. Sukkah. And a sukkah is not allowed even on the eighth day. Resh Lakish, in sharp contrast to Rabbi Yochanan, Resh Lakish, Amar Esrog, Afilu Bishvi Nami Motor. Resh Lakish was of the opinion that you could even eat an Esrog on the seventh day. The Maikemiflagain. When we're discussing the seventh day, where Rabbi Yochanan says that an Esrog on the seventh is Asr, and Resh Lakish says that an Esrog on the seventh is Mutter, what are they arguing about? So says the Gemara, they're arguing about the general basic rules of Mukta. Uh, says the Gemara, Mar Savar Lemitzvasa is Katsoi. That when we say that this cannot be used, it only cannot be used in as much as it has a separate obligation for a mitzvah. But once you finish that final mitzvah for the final time, once the second that happens, even if it's the middle of the day on Yantif, all of a sudden it becomes mutter. That's the mitzvah, the mitzvah says That's the shita of Reish Lakish, that even Bishvi it's mutter. Mar Savar Lekule Yoma is Katsoi. No. No, regular rules of muksa. Whatever the status of that item was during Bein Ashmashos, that's the status the whole day. 
So on the seventh day, when you're about to do uh, your final mitzvah of Lulav and Esra, Rav Yochanan says, I know you finished the mitzvah, but you can't eat, you can't eat it now. It's muksa still. You can't eat it for that purpose. That's not allowed. That's the machlokes. Eisve, so the Gemara says we have a kasha. Eisve, Rish Lakish, the Rav Yochanan. This sheet, this uh, b'risa is not going to work for Rav Yochanan. It's not a b'risa, it's our Mishnah. What does our Mishnah say? Miyad tinokos shomtenes lulavein ve'ochlen esrogein. We said that the adults were taking the food from the children, the esrogein. My love, hu adin l'gedolim, that we should say that you can even eat, it seems, says Rish Lakish, that maybe from our Mishnah it implies that you can even eat the esrog of a gadol, which would be a kasha on Rav Yochanan, who says that it's not mutter to eat that until the next day. How could you eat it on this day? Our Mishnah seems to be a kasha on Rav Yochanan. Says the Gemara, lo, tinoko's dafka. That's not correct. It was only talking about children. And Ika de Amre, really, some say that this question was flipped. It wasn't a question from Rish Lakish to Rav Yochanan, but rather, Eisvei, Rav Yochanan to Rish Lakish. What was the kasha on Rav Yochanan to Rish Lakish? Miyad ha tinokos That's what we saw in our Mishnah. They, that, that they used to take the uh, they take the esrogim away. Tinokos in gedolim lo. It seems that only children are allowed, but gedolim are not allowed. That implies that for a gadol, that his esrog is mukta on the seventh day, and that's a kasha and resh lakish. Says the gemara, no. Who That really, even by gedolim, it would be aser. The high diktani tinoko that it would be mutter. Excuse me, sorry. That it would be mutter to eat the esrog. The high diktani tinokos. Or Khadamil Saktani, just um, it was just the way the way of speaking at that time that when people referred to this sugya, it was talking about children's surgia, but it would all of them would be mutter. We're about a third of the way down, Memvab on the base. We're going to be going until about four lines until the end of the page. Omar Le Rab Papa Le Abai, Le Rab Yochanan, according to Rab Yochanan, my shna sukkah, my shna esrog. Why did Rab Yochanan distinguish between a sukkah and an esrog? Sukkahs, uh, he said that the sukkah is going to be usher even on the eighth day, and that an, uh, on the, it would be usher on the eighth day, and that a lulav and a, an esrog would still be uh, usher on the seventh day. Why distinguish? So he says as follows Amar le, sukkah, sukkah is still fitting that toward the end of the seventh day, going into the eighth, the isramile sudasa, that if you wanted to eat something, but it was after shkia, so then, boy, mesa begavo, mechal begavo. You have no choice. It's Bein Hashmashos. You're obligated to eat in the sukkah during Bein Hashmashos, bridging the seventh day to the eighth day. And since that's true, is katsoi le Bein Hashmashos. Umigudis katsoi le Bein Hashmashos, is katsoi le kol yoma dishmini. No choice. So when it comes to sukkah, if a person wants to eat a meal on the seventh day, bridging into the eighth, he has to eat that meal during Bein Hashmashos in a sukkah. And because he did that, that shows you that during that Bein Hashmashos, that the sukkahs is katsoi, that it's muksa for the mitzvah. And therefore, even on the eighth day, it's not mutter. mutter. However, esrog, to lo chazi the Bein Hashmashos. And esrog has no shaykhas by Bein Hashmashos under the best of circumstances because it's a mitzvah saseh shazman gram. It's only biyom and abelayla. And therefore, lo is katsoi the Bein Hashmashos, all of that was based on the shita of Rabbi Yochanan. The Levi Amar Esro Gafila Bishmini Asr. He takes it even further. He says, even on the eighth day, the, the Lulav, the, es, the Esrog is not allowed. The Avuha de Shmuel, the father of Shmuel, Amar Esrog Bishvi Asr, Bishmini Mutter, he argued. And then the two of them flipped their Shitas. Avuha de Shmuel and Levi changed their own Shitas on one another. They just swapped. Kam avua deshmuel b'shitzei de Levi. Kam Reb Zera b'shitzei de avua deshmuel. The Amar Reb Zera esrog shenifsela aser laochla kol shilas. We see that Reb Zera started following the opinion of avua deshmuel after he swapped his shita. 
Amar Reb this is a very important halacha, one that I've referenced a number of times in this Masechta already. Here it is, black on white, two-thirds of the way down. Memvav Medalef, Amar Reb Lo Likni Inish Hoshana Lianuka Biyomotavakama. One should not um, give over or create, give as a kinyan. One should not give over their lulav and esrog to a child on the first day of Yantif. Because on that first day of Yantif, we know that there is a din of lachem. And here's the problem with children. My taima, diyanuka mikna kani. They are in fact capable halachically of receiving a kinyan. However, aknuye lo makne. But they are incapable of creating a transaction outbound where they are makna something to you. And therefore, the And if you then pick up the lulav that you gave to your child, that you gave to him as a Kenyan, thinking that you wanted him to be yotik, because there's a din of lachem, you gave it to him with a full heart, you're stuck, you can't use that lulav anymore. If that happens, you have to go to one of your friends, and you have to get an adult. The child can't do they can't be makna anything to anybody. They're like a black hole in many ways. But halachically speaking, if you give them the lulav, done. That lulav is, is done for. There's nothing that, that they can do anymore. Vamar um, Abzeira, just a, this is parent, Moser. Lo lema inish lianuka di yehivna lachmidi. Don't tell a child you're going to give them something and then lo yahivle. And then, and then you don't end up giving it to them. You always got to follow through with kids. Yishum asi le'ag mure. Maybe they'll learn from you, shikra, that it's okay to lie. Yeah, I'll give you a treat if you behave nicely. And then they behave nicely and you don't give them anything. You're teaching them that you're a liar and that they can lie. Where we started out um, uh, at the top of this page at the two dots in regards to when an esrog is aser, where Rav Yochanan was of the opinion that an esrog b'shvi is aser, and Reish Lakish says that on the on b'shvi it's mutter. So back to where we are, twelve lines or so from the bottom in that machlokes. How would this play out in the following case scenario? Let's say that you had seven esrogim one per day. Omar Rav. According to Rav, you have the day one esrog and the day two esrog and the day three esrog and four, five, six, seven. So one day you take an esrog and you're yotze with it. And now you know you have tomorrow's esrog already. You could take a bite out of this one like an apple. Bore priha eats all is fine and well. You don't have to wait. You have to finish the day. This sounds very similar to the machlokas we had about Mux at the top of the page. What is this machlokas between Rav and Rav Asi in regards to whether or not one is allowed to eat an esrog immediately after they finish the mitzvah on a particular day, knowing full well that they have other esrogim for the future? This says the Gemara. The only reason why it's muksa is for its mitzvah. And once the mitzvah is done, then it is no longer muksa and you can eat it, no problem. That's the shita of Rav. No, it's the whole entire day. It's the whole entire day. So now we see the machlokes at the top of the page of Rav Yochanan and Rav Shimon ben Lakish is the same as Rav and Ravasi. And it seems to have carried for these, uh, This really they were a very similar generation. They, they overlapped quite heavily, these four Amorites. Okay, the Anan de Islan Treyome, for those of us who live in Chutzla Aretz and we have two days, Hechi of Dinan, what should we do? Really, what the Gemara is asking is, is we're, ask, we're trying to apply this question of the Esrog to those who are B'nai Chutzla Aretz. We know that uh, there's a big Sif in Shulchan Aruch about what B'nai Chutzla Aretz should do in Eretz Yisrael and what B'nai Eretz Yisrael should do in Chutzla Aretz. Big Shilas, ask your local Orthodox rabbi about how to behave. 
tefillin and all the other shilas that come up. Fine. What should we do? So Amar Abaye, Shmini Safek Shvi Aser. The eighth day, because of Sveka de Yoma, because of our concerns at that time of when actual Kriya de Yarcha was, when the month actually started, and therefore which day is Yantif and which day is not, because we have a Safek. So therefore, Aser, we would treat the eighth day like the seventh day. But to she, the ninth day, Safek Shmini, that's fine. That level of Safek is Mutter. The Reymar Amar, Afidu Shmini Safek Shvi Mutter, he was a big, a big, a big makil. The Reymar was of the opinion that on the eighth day, which was a suffix of the seventh day, that it would be mutter. The surah abde kim Reymar, and in surah they actually followed the lenient sheet of Reymar. Rav Shisha bereid Rav Idi, avid ke abaye, v'hilchasa ke abaye. But we paskin l'chumra, that we paskin like abaye, that when we have a suffix, the suffix is full throttle, and we would not be lenient on day seven, we would be strict. We're going to be stopping here, four lines from the bottom on Mevav Medvez. Tomorrow, Mir Tashem, I will post in our chat a, uh, a link. I'll just let you know when it's uploaded, both to YouTube and to Apple Podcasts. Wishing you all a beautiful night.